This is crazy, but one of the best predictions that I've seen about the future of this world, besides the prophecy, is that of Jamiroquai in his song Virtual Insanity, which was written 26 years ago. I'm sure you've heard it in something before. But in the song, he is saying that the future is made of virtual insanity. And he was most certainly referring to the same thing that I'm trying to hit on now. and. I heard this song about 10 years ago and really listened to it, and that's when I realized what he was saying. I'm sure I heard it many years before that, but when I finally sat down and listened to the lyrics, it was like, wow, this guy is actually getting it. But still, you know, I wasn't quite convinced that, that was the biggest thing. Because again, I say this, you know, I was focused on genetic manipulation, and I was really thinking that, you know, mixing people's DNA with some sort of animal was going to be the way to pervert the people and that's definitely happening on some level but the main agenda is virtual insanity a, a reality based entirely in the virtual realm and if you all think that you know this technology is just normal and whatever i i just got off the phone with an older guy that i you know manage some of his online stuff for him and we had to change a password on his profile but he had to do it. And I was trying to walk him through it. He couldn't even find the email. Like, and I was sitting there trying to walk him through the phone. You know, he he did all right on his laptop, but now he's got the phone. And he, I was walking through it like, you know, put the, you see the search bar. Is there a search bar? He's like, I don't know what a search bar is. Like, like where you put in the, on Google, you type in the website. There should be a search bar in your mailbox. And you can use that to put in keywords. And then he's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, he put in the company's name. And then he's, you know, it, it popped up, these emails. And, and, of course, the email we were looking for didn't come up. And he is like, oh, my gosh, I, I get so nervous. He's just like an 80-year-old. It was so, I, I wanted to record the conversation. I kind of want to ask him if I could record a conversation on the phone and try and walk him through something because I was busting out. He's just like, this is insane. Who needs this much information? This is crazy. And he's right, man. I mean, that's that's a sane point of view. Why do we need all this freaking information all the time? It's it's crazy. I mean, younger people probably do get it, you know. But older people, when you get older, you can't keep up with all this information. And God only knows what having access to this much information will do to our minds as we get older. The way that we learn now is entirely different than we ever have, at least as far as we know. And, you know, there's... T and it's foolish to sit there and shame technology as a whole and say, you know, it's it's all bad, it's all bad. You know, I had that point of view for a long time, but now I do see the good in it. I mean, obviously, I couldn't be here speaking to you, you know. I mean, I guess it could come to you in your dreams, but you probably wouldn't remember. But, you know, now I can come directly in the physical world, and there can be a copy of the information, right? And we can share it, and we can repeat it, and we can, you know, listen to it over and over again. That way we don't forget there's all kinds of benefits to certain things, but there's just as many downsides. I mean, we have access to so much information. We can look up anything, which means that there's 
thousands of times more distractions than there ever has been. I mean, even in, you know, the truther community, the the biggest problem that everyone's finally, we're finally starting to identify the diseases of trutherism. And one of them is going down these rabbit holes and getting stuck in what quantum of conscious refers to as the bog of information. And essentially you could spend, in distractions, and you could spend your entire life trying to figure out any one thing. I mean, it doesn't even have to be as broad as our aliens, really. I mean, was 9-11 an inside job? You could spend 20, 30 years researching and never, ever get to the bottom of it. And even if you did, even if you convinced yourself, you could never convince anyone else. You're never going to get a grand jury and make a difference. It's just not going to happen. And that's just one of many, many distractions now. And if you think that the system doesn't intentionally build these distractions, you'd be foolish. It, it even pushes slightly against them just to make it look like it doesn't want them. It could stop all the information from traveling. I mean, we, we there's certain things you can't find online unless you go to the dark web, and that's good. But they could do that with any information they wanted. They are just creating the false illusion that there's a pushback against this because they don't care if you look in the whatever they've done. They don't care. They really don't care. There's nothing you can do to stop the program. It's inevitable. It it was a program put in, you know, place a long time ago, and it will run its course. And we are in, I must step back and say, I'm not referring to us being in a computer simulation. The creator made the earth and the heavens in seven days. You know, but, you know maybe those 7,000 years, there's different interpretations of that, but, you know, we're in a creation. There's no doubt about that. I mean, everything isn't a simulation. I mean, that's ridiculous. It doesn't even make, again, it doesn't make sense. A simulation is an imitation of creation. So if there's a simulation, there must be a creation. And even if we are in a simulation, we're still in a creation first and foremost. So what I say is still true, even if we are in a computer program. But when I refer, I say all that to get back to the point, I say all that to say, when I say a program, I'm just referring to, you know, the satanic agenda that was put into place. You know? That doesn't mean that we all operate by it, but the system does and will. The system of rulers and all the economy and all this. Yeah, we have little differences here and there, but, you know, I've met traders who trade basically, what is it, on the sine wave function? The What is it called? It's not a sine wave. It's the, um, oh, man, what is that? The golden spiral or what is it? Oh, my goodness. I'll think of it eventually basically the sacred geometry the you know perfect rhythm and stuff that patterns repeat themselves even in the stock market so even the stock market is just responding to some sort of energy in a collective scale because you have to want, remember like yeah people are trading stocks and they are thinking about it and they're putting their own attention but most stocks are being traded by other corporations it's just paper paper moving paper like and that's all being moved by a certain spirit or different spirits. I mean, each corporation becomes its own. You know, Pepsi is like a spirit. I mean, there was that one movie, what was it Branded, I think, where basically each corporation was attaching demons to you, you know, those thought forms. Like, you know, a demon to me is just like a thought form that's come to consciousness to some extent. And it wants to reproduce just like a virus. It's a spiritual virus. It's an informational virus. 
it just wants to reproduce and inside of you it wants you to carry it forth it wants to you know spread to others and it will do that through you if you allow it if you're not aware and you know people gladly talk about how much they love pepsi or coca-cola they'll fight about it i mean you know there's, there's all kinds of examples of this that we don't need to get into but getting back to the broader point here you know the future is made of virtual insanity and we are living in insanity that's why the social cohesion has been destroyed now and no one knows what their purpose is anymore but that being said it does equalize the playing field in a certain level to a certain level at the upper level i mean this earth will be run by wickedness in high places that's not going to stop. Man can't stop that. That's, you know, the Bible tells us God's going to come down and destroy that. Destroy that system. But until then, we need to see what the system is doing and prepare ourselves. And inform ourselves with proper information. Not getting stuck in rabbit holes about, you know, it is 1984. When did it start? Was it 1991? Or is it now? Or is it 10 years from now? Or, you know, the Twin Towers? Or, um... You know, there's aliens, the pyramids. Who made the pyramids? What about the Mayans? You know, were they aliens? There's, it's endless. And they, the system deliberately puts out information. I mean, I used to love unsolved mysteries. You know, especially when they talk about those aliens and stuff. Or like ghosts and all that. But if you look back on it, it's just a mystery they're presenting to you. It's not, it's never resolved could sit there and think forever on any one of them you could spend your whole life looking into roswell and many have you know there's just way more conspiracies now conspiracy theories you know like roswell alien things and that's even why is it come to think of it that's kind of a misnomer isn't it a conspiracy theory because a conspiracy theory is you know the u.s government presents them all the time in, in fact it's the most charged crime is conspiracy at the federal level they tack it on everything. If two or more people coheres, uh, they uh, communicate with one another in order to steal or try to overthrow the government or deprive some of their rights, that's a conspiracy. Two people plotting together. A conspiracy to rob a bank. A conspiracy to commit murder. A, a conspiracy to defraud someone. And, you know, just recently, one of the people from January 6th got charged with conspiracy for entering the Capitol building, or maybe even orchestrating it at some level. And so, coming back to Roswell, like, is, I don't know how that's a conspiracy theory. I guess that the conspiracy, because the, a conspiracy theory is just a theory that, you know, somebody conspired with someone else to do something. I don't know who was deprived of the rights, you know, for an alien cover-up. I guess that there was a cons- I guess you could say it was a conspiracy because a group of people worked together to hide the information. I'm not sure. But imagine how many people back in the day spent their entire lives in their spare time rather than writing a book, you know, ta- you know, writing a song, spending time with their family, working in the garden, building their home. They spent it just looking into Roswell. I mean, who knows if Roswell even happened? Maybe it was just a distraction from the very beginning. It could have just been a hoax entirely. Who knows? Who cares? It would make no difference to any one of us to discover 
individually that Roswell was true. And it would be even worse if we discovered that it was true and tried to convince others because they're not going to believe it. So we're getting dragged into, you know, a world now where instead of one conspiracy theory, it's billions. I mean, and each conspiracy theory has different, you know, different ways people believe that it's true and not true. And then there's different sects in there, and it just never, ever ends. I mean, you could just think about the flat earth thing. I mean, that divided, the, to me, that was the biggest distraction I've ever seen in the so-called truth community. Everyone was arguing whether or not the earth is flat. And I could think of nothing that matters less than whether the shape of the earth. Are we serious? We're going to debate this? Are you going to leave the earth? Are you trying to build a rocket to, to go into space? You know, does something that you're doing in your life determine, is it determined by the shape of the earth somehow? I, what are you talking about? The earth is flat and you need to know this. I mean... Like, you know, what I'm sure some of the people were starving to death. We're getting this, you know, information at them. They're like, "Man, you got like a, you got like a sandwich? Do you believe the Earth is flat, bro? Because let me tell you." And then they're like, "Yeah, I guess it's flat, man. I just want a fucking sandwich." Man, I see. It's yeah, it's definitely flat, dude. Can I get a sandwich, man? Please. Yeah, okay. but isn't that crazy how they covered it up, man? Wow, isn't that wild? Yeah, it's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you believe that everyone just falls for it, man? We gotta wake them up, man. Uh, well, you know, I'd rather find a way to, you know, keep food coming to me. But, you know, you can keep on it, man. Good on you. You know, it, and then that whole thing came and went. Of course, there's still sects of that around. And it's like every time one of these conspiracies takes over, there's communities that will stay dedicated to it for years, like QAnon. I mean, how long has Trump been out of office? They still think that he's secretly in charge. They don't call themselves QAnon anymore. It's become like this new age right-wing truther group i don't even i but they're like political because the whole thing that truthers used to be is they used to be apolitical they used to be screw the left and the right they're working together against us now all of a sudden there's this huge sect of the so-called truther community which really isn't i mean it's all stupid truther community whatever it's just the easiest way to talk about it is to say this right now there's a whole sect of the truther community that is very political. They're very conservative, right-wing believers because they think Trump is going to save them. And once they... The whole thing about Trump is that he wasn't part of the system. He wasn't a right-winger. He wasn't a conservative. That was the narrative. But now everyone's like, we have to vote red. They went from, oh, I'm going to vote for Trump because he's not a conservative. He's not really part of the system. He broke in there and he's making changes and he's making everyone upset. Even like Mitt Romney hates him. To some neutralized hey it's it's time to vote red vote red vote red how the hell did that happen i have to sit i sit back in amazement i mean like i used to be like mad at satan i i've developed an odd respect for his work because you know it's evil it's wicked but he does an amazing job and there's no getting around it the the way people get manipulated into believing what the system needs them to believe is astounding. And it happens to billions of people every day. And the moment they try to break out, it's like they give you a carrot on a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow. The, you want to break out? Look. Oh, yeah, I get it. They, they don't care. 
they'll sit back they'll watch what you're doing and what you know when you start to you know oh we're gonna we figured out the problem it's these guys over here and they'll be like yeah it is those guys yeah yeah, yeah it's them and they'll feed you into it but then they'll start to trickle in information about no but it's really also it's actually more along the lines of these guys right here it's, it's this family lineage right here it's not just those guys you know it's not just that group of people it's kind of this family here and then it'll be like you know then they'll just insert another group an idea that another group picks up i mean these are you know it's just like different cultures form like bacteria spreading different ideas right a culture forms around an idea and it's you just that's how i see you know i see life in parables and stories it's like i don't know it's like uh it's the way you have to kind of think you can't like th take information literally i think that that's a detriment it's like a one-sided one-dimensional way of seeing things it's like even Yeshua spoke in parables. And it was a way to decode information so that people who weren't ready couldn't hear. But it was also a way of like expanding the mind to think in a different way, right? And the way that I see these ideas form, in one way, this isn't like a, you know, it's not like a law. Just one of the ways it's helpful for me to think of when I see ideas spreading is to think of the cultures. And clearly these words exist for a reason. And they... <laughs> You have cultures in a petri dish. That's what they call the bacteria. And you have culture, human culture. And you have... Sorry, pop-up popped up. I thought my phone was done. Um, you have different cultures forming. And the system knows how to make culture pop up like nothing. Just a new idea. Just like, hey guys, run with this. Because it just has to be grounded in reality, but it can be going in any direction. It could be, you know, anything. Let's say, uh, let's, let's, let's look at 9-11, you know? 9-11, these terrorists, you know, they attacked us. We gotta go invade Iraq. That was obviously their plan, whatever. I mean, maybe. Maybe that maybe the cover-up was for the insurance, you know? I mean, see, I'm already doing it. I, I don't even know what this, what's the reason for it. I couldn't possibly tell you. And because, there's, because I don't know, because I don't have personal experience about the planning and plotting of the Twin Towers and whatever, I can't tell you the reason. And because of that, because of that, like, there's no, <coughs> that's why it's kind of pointless, right? Was the Twin Towers done by terrorists? Was it Osama bin Laden? Was it, you know, Saddam Hussein? Why did we go in Iraq when it was Iran or whatever? Just, I mean, and then you get into the reasons, okay? Was it because of terrorists? Were the terrorists paid by Saudi Arabia? Was it an insurance scam? Because, you know, they, they raised the insurance coverage on the buildings right before the attacks, you know? And then it's like, well, if they did that, then maybe it wasn't Saudi Arabia. Maybe it was an American, you know, or a, a, a Kabbalian mafia, whatever they call them now. The Khazarian mafia, sorry. Because the cabal is just like a practice. It's kind of ridiculous to me, but it's... I, I don't know why they call it a cabal. It's really like... Because the cabal is seen as like wicked and evil, but... It really is just... The cabal is just a practice of... Experiences, experiencing the senses beyond your five, like, in your body. To like find those spiritual senses, right? Anyhow. Side I'm just sidetracking today. Because I'm, I'm not trying to talk about the same thing every day, but... 
it is my main thing, right? But, um, anyhow, see, I mean, but I'm already, I'm going down rabbit holes, right? This is why you, <laughs> this is why it's so hard to look at the information. But let's focus on the Twin Towers for a little bit longer and just, like, really expand on the, how easy it is to throw a distraction in. I mean, literally every new detail that you bring into the story is a new distraction, and there's endless details. I mean, was George Bush involved? You know, why was there an inflated tire and an inflated passport? Inflated passport. There was a there was a fully intact passport and an inflated tire. Okay, so we're still in the realm of planes hit the buildings. We haven't even started down the rabbit hole of there was no planes. It was all an explosive demolition. Well, no, there was planes, but it was an explosive demolition, too, on top of it, because the planes couldn't melt steel. It was both. No, it was no planes. No, it was both. No, no planes. You know, like, who who's benefiting from this? And I know most people are like, younger people, you know, if you're, like, in your 20s, you're like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, I get 9-11 was a big deal, but, like, what are you talking about? Oh, man. But, I mean, this was, you know... It's just ridiculous to go through all of these conspiracies, right, and to break them down detail by detail. Because you eventually had to find yourself in a place where you realize the system itself is working against you, somehow even targeting you individually, not as a group of people targeting you individually, but spiritually targeting you and messing with you. And, and not even, like, it doesn't even show that it's messing with you. It's like... You know, you get interested in, let's say, uh, Bigfoot. And you're like, oh, is Bigfoot real? And there's endless information. And yeah, isn't this entertaining? And the system's like, yeah, look at this, look at this. And you think you're breaking free from the system because nobody else is talking about this. It's not mainstream. It's not, we're not talking about politics here. So you must be a unique individual to be looking into this. And then you go farther and farther down. I mean, like I was, I guess that is kind of why, where I started, I guess, is like, one of my favorite books to get from the library would be, like, just the ones on aliens and Bigfoot. And, like, there was, like, encyclopedias of every cryptid. And, like, I loved looking at those books. I forgot about those books, man. I, that would be, like, I would check those out all the time and just go through it. And, like, there was thousands of cryptids to go through. And, like, is this, you know, thing real? Is this thing real? But eventually the only useful information you can take from it is... The, the system isn't telling you the truth, because if any one of those things is real and the system is telling you it's not, then it's lying to you. And we've all been lied to to a certain extent. But we just don't see who's lying to us. We, bring, we blame our parents. I mean, th that's another clever trick. There's every facet of life. There's trick after trick after trick after trick to distract you from getting to yourself and your relationship with creation i mean now we have we're because now it's it's a step up from you know even the cryptids and all this if you're coming from the bigfoot 9-11 was an inside job perspective whether or not you believe there was a plane or no plane you think that simulation theory is a step up well because it makes sense and it is based in reality as i've said many times a lie, a deception, a false belief of the world is a simulation. Your mind simulates something that isn't true. I mean, our mind does simulate things, but it also views creation for what it is, simultaneously.
And, you know, when you go through this waking up process, the system is prepared for you. It's prepared. Individually and collectively, it's prepared. It already knows what to do. And eventually, you learn all of its tricks, you see through them all, and then you break free. It doesn't mean you won't suffer. It doesn't mean you don't have to find food, you know. But you won't, you'll get to a point where you don't have to stress about things, right? And you still will get stressed here and there, but you get better and better at it. You can relax more. You can relax into where you need to be and find your purpose, you know, and you can help people elevate their minds and their conscious. But that takes time, you know, and we all, that's the biggest thing. And I love, I love the, see, and then you get to look back and like see the good things about that graduated animal farm, you know, like of, uh, of waking up in that process, because then you can look back and see where other people are at. And you like the loudest ones are always at the very, like they're in kindergarten, man. They're always down there at the bottom. Oh, you need to wake up, man. You need to wake up. Wake up, bro. Ah, ah, dudes are on it. They're after us, man. Who's they? Uh, you know, like it's, it's the aliens, man. I mean, you can say the aliens, you can say the Jews. Most it's people are going to think you're crazy. That's the, that's the first fucking defense in the mechanism the system has. It will isolate you from everyone who isn't waking up or totally awake. And then even if you're waking up, it will isolate you from other people waking up. Because you'll all have different ideas about what things are and how they should be and this and that and whatever. But the first thing it does is it isolates you. When you wake up and you realize that you've been lied to and you go against the narrative that everyone else believes... You're immediately alone. Now, imagine back in the day, you couldn't connect with other people. Now we can. And that is one of the benefits, you know, unless, you know, maybe you could connect with one or two people. But you'd still not realize how many people feel the same way as you. And that is one of the benefits, in my opinion, that the technology did bring us, right? We can connect with each other and have similar ideas and not feel crazy right we can realize okay we're going through this together yeah they don't see it that's fine we just gotta like let them do their thing and you know maybe slowly we mention certain things and poke here and there but overall you know until it's their time to wake up we can't force it there's just no way and doing so makes us miserable and then you get to look back and say, well, who do I want to help wake up? Because it's like, you know, I don't want to wake up somebody's totally asleep. You know, I spent years trying to make somebody's life better that sucked. Like, and it was just an older guy, and I was just like, oh, I can make his life better. I spent years trying to make it better. And I realized he's never going to change, and I wasted all my time. So now, like, since then, I'm, like, more and more careful about who I help. Because I'm not just going to help anyone. Don't cast pearls before swine. So you have to, like, find people, right, that you kind of agree with you want to find your your uh not a guru but you want to find people that are smarter than you in certain things and people you can learn from even if they're only slightly more you know informed but then you also you want to help people so you want to find the less informed and wake them up and to what degree you can do that is you know up to you to determine 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, I started off talking about virtual insanity, but I, there's still a point to this because, you know, I'm just, I'm making an art piece up here. Okay. You can't look at a brush stroke. I got a painting going on. You know, as we move into, as we moved into this technology, I mean, we've kind of like come to, uh, the first fruiting of technology, I would say, as far as, um, seeing what cell phones and the internet is actually doing to the world. You know, 2020 to 2022 kind of gave us perspective on that, on what this technology can do and how the information is controlled. And guys, everyone sits here and complains about the government and this and that. I've said it before. I, I won't break down every detail. I won't say it right now. You got to stay tuned if you want to hear that, Jim. But, um... What... Well, I mean, I guess I'll say it. Because I'm going to forget my train of thought if I don't. So I guess that means I'm supposed to say it. The government is to govern the mind. The, to govern the mental. That's, that's There's no physical government. It's, it's a ridiculous concept. I mean, is the government the, the troop? The military troop? The one guy? What if he's out of uniform? Is he the government? Is, is he only the government when he's in uniform? Is it a building? Is it the military base itself? Is it the entire military complex? You know... Is it the DMV building? Is it the woman behind the counter at the DMV? Or is it, uh, you know... It, the government isn't physical. It's an idea. It's It only exists in the mind. And in everyone's mind, collectively. The man in the uniform has an idea. And he gets certain information from his superiors. And then he determines whether or not he listens to those superiors. The government is just an idea. It's just a mental thing. And, you know, what, what is a governmental body? What is a governmental body? I mean, think about that. Just write, write that word out. Governmental. I mean, that's a word that we use. Govern the mind. Control the mind. And it's a very useful system. It's actually good. Is actually very good. When you when you wake when you get to a certain point, you'll see how good the government is. It's just keeping people who aren't awake from people who are trying to govern themselves, so that lawless acts aren't done. And it also tries to protect the people who aren't awake to some extent. But because they're living in such sin, it reacts in sin too. It, it doesn't react perfectly because the people in the government are sinful. And if you look at 2020, 2022, the bigger point I was getting to there, there wasn't COVID-19 police. They didn't need to make them. A, a senator wrote a law or a governor signed, you know, a, a bill or something. And then the media reported on it and people believed it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. It was that simple. That was it. I mean, that's so beautiful. Like, somebody wrote down a law on a piece of paper. The media reported on it. And the people acted. There was no government. There's no physical government that commanded that we obey those laws. People just did it. 
And some people did it because they wanted the control over others. And some people just obeyed because they didn't want to push back. Nobody had to listen. The government derives its just powers from the consent of the governed. I mean, that's such a beautiful point. And we should never forget that. The government derives its just powers from the consent of the governed. And our rights do not come from the Constitution. They come from our Creator. The Creator made us. We made the government. The government makes corporations and controls them. I mean, it's that simple. Anyways... As we move into the future again in this virtual reality, we'll see how much more virtual insanity comes about. So getting back to the world being virtual insanity, as brought to us by Jamiroquai, this whole topic of this episode, we kind of experienced virtual insanity in 2020, 2022, and we how quickly, you know, the virtual world took over the world. And it caused people to believe things that weren't true in many different levels. I mean, there's so many sects and different ideas about everything right now. It basically divided the world. It put up a lot of dividing lines. I mean, we already had the left and the right divide, which was deepened by Trump. You know, whatever side you're on, you know, he clearly made those differences more, which I'm not saying is good or bad. There's benefits and there's costs. But... 2020 to 2022 created a deeper divide at like a sectional level like each culture became its own sect in many ways and some people transcend that right but like a lot of people you know it deepened them into uh, a more limited lens of information because you have to you have to have a limited lens you cannot sit out here consuming everything all the time i mean that's true virtual insanity but the world is in virtual insanity because we, as a collective, we do have access to almost all of the information that's ever been and ever will be. Well, ever will be. A little bit of a ridiculous statement there. But we have access to almost all of the information that is, to some extent, and at least much more than we ever have as collective nations. And we can communicate across the world. There's no time delay on communication you can speak with someone on the other side of the country like nothing. You can have communities form across the world. But as we move into this deeper and deeper technology and people literally move into a virtual world, be it through Google lens glasses or some sort of a, a machine that you lay in your bed at night and, you, you know, you go into a virtual world or whatever. You know, you go into a room and it's fully immersed with TVs and there's a million ways to get there. And unfortunately, I think that the main push will be to permanently put these things in people. I mean, imagine a chip that just connects you to the Internet 24-7. I mean, it's crazy. And Mr. Beast said, here, let me play a clip from Mr. Beast here about his perspective on it. He's like, you'd have access to everything all the time. It's great. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Because I thought Elon Musk gave you a Neuralink, bro, because you're way too smart. I'm curious, though. With I would love one, by the way. <laughs> after, after the first couple thousand go through, I want one. Yeah. You put one in? Oh, 100%. I would. Why not? The thing is, what's Locked interesting, in. which I... Why wouldn't you? Once you... Uh, the Neuralink actually works, and you can in symbiosis with technology and just download things to your brain, you'll be able to make so much money that it doesn't matter how much the procedural cost. Anyone will be able to afford it, essentially. I mean, I wouldn't refer to that statement as virtual insanity, more like absolute insanity, but got him. Anyhow. 
just think of how much more information that is for people to process and how much more the system again the system is in control the system is in control of people who don't find the creator and serve the most high you have to have that perspective to break free of the matrix the matrix everyone's talking about you must identify the source of creation and I did that through identifying the source of the simulation, I suppose. You know, clearly something is generating the system. And, you know, in my opinion, that's refer best referred to as Satan, the adversary. The thing that always stands against you, no matter what you do. Even once you break free of the system, you're still subject to limitations. Again, breaking free isn't like, you know, all of a sudden you can go meditate on a mountaintop. You just learn how to, like, coexist and not let that system affect you in a negative way. And, you know, there's just there's going to be limitations here, but that's just the way it is. But to sit there and fight the system is about the worst, weakest position you could possibly be in. Because there's no beating it. You can inform others, you can talk to people, and help them see a little clearer, but we don't beat the system. That's God's job. That's the Most High's job. I mean... That's what prophecy tells us, and as many prophecies have been coming true more and more each day, you know, the third temple in Jerusalem about to be built, the false messiah that the Jews are basically bringing forth now, you know, the Euphrates River drying up. I, I mean, this was written thousands of years in advance, and it, it seems to be happening. You know, Elon Musk acting sus as could be, you know, as far as, you know, antichrist things could be concerned. And, you know, as much as the world shifted in 2020, 2022, we're going to do see the same thing in 10 years. It's going to be another huge shift like that. And there's going to be another huge shift like that. And another huge shift like that. And it's going to get faster and faster. Especially, well, especially if you stick that technology in it. It got faster because, you know, we have phones. And now, and we can just talk to the world through the, the phone. We, we can access all the information in the world through our phone. We can talk to anyone in the world through our phone. But soon that phone's going to be inside of our... And, and not mine. It's going to be inside of people's brains. And they're going to be communicating directly, 24-7. You know, I don't even know what sleep's like. I mean, what is the world like? I can't even see that. But the singularity is basically where this... That Ray Kurzweil is pointing to. And all these scientists... I, this is backed by scientific evidence, what I'm pointing to. I'm not making this up. I'm not crazy. <laughs> this is what they say is going to happen. And if you have eyes and ears, you can see it happening for yourself. It's clearly what's happening. There's no doubt about it. That's what's happening. We saw the exponential growth begin in 2020, 2022, when the whole world shifted its behavior. How often has the whole entire world changed overnight, essentially, within a few weeks? All adapted the same behavior. Wear masks. Two years later, get your vaccines. 70% of the world reportedly, I mean, I really doubt that number, but 70% of the world allegedly is vaccinated with the same vaccine. Okay? Ten years from now, there's going to be something even crazier than that. And I don't know how many years from now after that it's going to be. It might be another ten before the biggest things happen, but we're in like a we're in a wave pattern here. Okay? And the waves are getting tighter and bigger. You know, in 10 years, it's going to be even crazier. And maybe it's five years. Maybe it's three years. I don't know from there. 
It might be every three years. There might be a mini big event in five years. I don't know. But I'm just saying I see something unchangeable that's happening in 10 years. Where people get so entwined in technology in mass that they cannot undo themselves. Not Maybe they can. Some will. You know, some people, you know, go trans and then they want to go back. Very few, very few can admit they were wrong. You know, so I'm not saying that anyone's going to be damned, but they pro- it's, they're going to be much closer to being damned. <clears throat> and we got to, we, again, we got to start talking about this all kinds of ways. Jamiroquai warned us, man. He had the future in his music, man. Anyways, I better get out of here. I've been going on way too long for this one. Um. Yeah, as Jamiroquai would say, there's some things in these futures that we have to veto. Or something like that. Anyhow, this is Podcast of Renaissance, Season 4, Episode 4, fourth episode in a row. Get it! But don't get it. Because it is Satan, you know. It is IT, inter- you know, internet technology. Uh, you know, isn't that funny? Like, it's always, Satan's always, you know, been referred to as an it. And he's it. It, man. IT, internet technology. Or information technology. I don't know what the hell it is. But that's what it is. <laughs> Either one. It's information warfare. Infowars. With your host, Alex, and a lot of debt drones. Oh, I haven't listened to David Knight in a while, but I'm going to give him a peek at some point. He's still out there doing his own show, if you didn't know. Anyhow. This is a podcast of Renaissance. You want to support the show? Check the description. You know, throw your boy some dough if you appreciate what I'm saying. Whatever. Help me. Help me focus on this, man. I can't be doing this forever for free. But right now I got extra time that I can initiate things. Let's do it. Uh, and you can check out healinglaw.com and my uh YouTube channel, Golden Renaissance Productions. Till next time, the revolution may not be televised. But we can podcast the Renaissance.